Hello everyone and welcome to ATL Falcons UK. Um, this is episode 67 now and as you may notice our production value has gone up a little bit, slowly but surely, up a little bit. We are not the finished product yet but we've been working with a network called the Full 10 Yards so we are uh, trying, to, trying to progress a little bit um, as well as the production value. You may notice which way do I have to point? Shit. That way, there's a logo change. Uh, <laughs> can't get it right. Sing in the so middle. A logo that looks change. like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so we just thought we'd modernise a little bit. Mm -hmm. New logo. Um, and alongside the release of a new logo, we are going to run some uh, giveaways and bits like that over the coming few days. So if you keep an eye on our socials, we will be doing things like that. Um, as you will notice, Cal is absent today. Therefore, we have been joined by... Chapman, who is down there, I can point that way, um, <laughs> who will be sharing his takes with us. Um, and of course, Mark and Liam, as always, as our co-hosts. Um, let's let's start with the nitty-gritty first. How are we feeling about last weekend's performance, boys? I know it's a loss, but it, it wasn't substantial in my eyes. Um, I was a bit gutted. Um, however... <clears throat> I think we've made some really, really mediocre quarterbacks this season look good. Uh, Tom Brady! And uh, <laughs> I think that this week um, we unfortunately made a good quarterback look okay. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I think, um, I know Justin Herbert didn't have his, his main weapons and I get that, but um, I think he's. I think he's still, <clears throat> for me, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, uh, best young quarterbacks in the league, should I say? And uh, I, 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 you know, again, we took it close, right? And and um, it's it it's kind of becoming glaringly obvious that you know if you rely on field goals and you're going to get burnt, and we're just we're, we're just not we're, we're not there yet. I think I think um, we've had a, a decent, we've had a better start than any of us thought. Mm -hmm. I, I really can't be down on it. Um, and I don't know if maybe that's just kind of the realization kicking in that actually, you know, we're in a bin fire division um, and we're the worst team win because um, that is kind of how it feels right now. But <clears throat> look, you know, the, the, we, we didn't get blue, we didn't get blow out. It wasn't an embarrassing performance. We knew our limitations, and I think that's just how we have to take it game by game now. Yeah. Liam, do you want to add on that one? Yeah, I mean, a similar sort of to Mark. I think it was a bit of a, a bit of a disappointing loss, kind of the way it goes in terms of the ending and things. But we we came up against a good quarterback. It was interesting that we sort of it was two sort of banged up teams, um, both sides of the ball. Obviously, we had people sort of mainly missing on defense. They had people missing on defense and mainly on the offense. Um, you know, I don't want to bring it. But to the quarterback or anything at, at this point, but obviously there was one one thing that stood out to me was obviously like they they had basically no receivers in terms of the main targets. They had a lot of backup guys that no one's ever heard of, and yeah. they a lot of those guys performed because Herbert found them basically. That was the they just you know, ran sort of nothing special, but they just he found them with his accuracy and his his arm strength. We kind of had the opposite situation where we had. The receivers available to us if you can't pick someone then as the main sort of two yeah our guy didn't find them so it sort of shows yeah. that just because you have the weapons at receiver it doesn't automatically make it a lot easier for the quarterback to to deliver because herbert delivered with bad guys we couldn't deliver with good guys i know obviously we're more of a running team and everything but um it shows that when when you need it you've got to make those big plays and that's what your receivers are for and i don't believe that Pitts and London and etc. We're not making the the runs and not getting open because those guys will get open because of the yeah. ability that they've got. So it's got to be another issue there. And I'm not going to say just Mariota because there's obviously other things going on. Like the, the defensive line and we could have guys like, going out of the pocket and you've got you know there's other and the scheme itself just obviously heavily focused on the run because I don't know how you know I'd be interested to hear other people's views, but I don't know how many of Mariota's runs do we think are sort of planned and how many is he improvising or is he is he going is he going too early because he knows that's his strength and not actually even bothering making you know second and third read he's just looking for one read 
it's not there mm-hmm. and run, which is what he'll have done, obviously, in college and what all college quarterbacks still do now. And is he still got that in his head that if it's one read and run and not doing what a quarterback should do and scanning the field? Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting to hear other people's sort of views on on that. So I'm not picking on him from his ability perspective, but maybe that's his got to look. No, don't there. worry, I'll come to that. I'll jump in here, guys, and thanks uh, so much for having me on episode 67 of the uh, Drew Dahlman uh, episode. No, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, uh, and when you were saying I'm down here, I thought you were talking about London, and I was like, yeah, I'm down here. Always <laughs> uh, um, anyway, uh, you know, what, I, took, I took a couple things away from the game. I mean, I think the number one takeaway is, uh, for me is, you know, we're still making mistakes in a team that doesn't know quite how to win, or maybe we don't have the quite the facility to win. But you know, the the big one of the one of the big plays that sticks out to me is that is that Drake London um, play. And again, I don't I don't fault you know it's a rookie mistake, and it was like, Cleo Mack is one of the most the best premier defenders, and and he saw an opportunity and took it. And, and and I think nine times out of ten now, Drake that doesn't happen. Drake protects the ball, he falls down, doesn't try to go, but he learned a lesson there. But you know mm-hmm. that that's points right there that may have either tied or probably won the game. And in, in, in my in, in, in my view, the other thing is you know despite being down uh mike williams who's all world and keenan allen you know uh we kept the, the charges to 20 points and you know you want to see more pressure on that quarterback because there was a lot of times where i was screaming because uh herbert was back in the back you know he had like five to what felt like five to ten seconds to pass every time uh and then he would just hit austin eckler in the flat and we wouldn't cover him and he'd go for 20 yards but um you know i think I think that's a win, and then you know, and if the offense, to your point, Mark, was performing in the way that it needs to uh, perform, we we win this game, and we're just not there yet, and we're just not that team, and that and that sucks. Um, but uh, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna probably be like this. It feels like we're one we're we're inconsistent. We're one good game, one one bad game, we're one good game, one bad game, and until we start to string good games together, and you know, we we didn't deserve to win last week, and we won. Really, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Uh, and then we, you know, we probably deserve to win this week and we lost. So it's, um, it, it, it's hard. Uh, and you know, that, that's sort of my takeaway on things right now. So I, I think, I think, I, I think that is, that, that, that kind of sums it up. Right. <clears throat> and this is, this is kind of where we can't, and it, it, it was hard, right. Because we, we almost kind of sort of went on a run and we were kind of like, can we, can we blag the shit out of this? Can we do it? Like, you know, like, <laughs> is it possible that everyone else is going to be so shit that we can just ram the ball down people's necks for the next <laughs> nine games? Now, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I think we will continue to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that a, you know, we're absolutely right. You know, as, as, as bad as I think the defense has been, in some games this season, in a lot, well, in a lot of games this season, um, yes, we we held them to twenty points. Um, again, I I kind of wonder is that because the Chargers didn't have the weapons? Is it kind of because the Chargers are also a bit shit this season? Um, <laughs> <clears throat> however, um, we see it week in week out, right? And and I'm and and, I, and I'm 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 gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with a little bit of a different tack this week because I don't want to sound like a broken record, right? But we are in the position and we will continue to be in this position now because mm-hmm. the defense really, in my view, is very, very limited of how it can impact a game right now. And, and okay. we, as a team, are way ahead of schedule. You know, remember all of the, oh, the Atlanta Falcons, worst team in the NFL, worst roster in the NFL, and we're only going to get two <laughs> wins and all that shit, right? So already 100% better than people thought we were going to be, right? <clears throat> but... I seen a tweet earlier on, and I need to share this with everybody, right? Because this, to me, is where I draw the conclusion of either the offense clicks and we make a game of it, or the offense doesn't click and we lose. And and, mm-hmm. and I just I just want to I just want to read this out, right? So this was, <clears throat> um, uh, I believe the original source information came from the Athletic um, this season. Marcus Mariota is six for 30, three zero, six for 30 <clears throat> on balls that travel over 20 plus air yards. He is four for 20 on passes of 25 plus air yards. 
and he is one for 14, one for, on passes of 30 yards plus. So, I mean, I'm no mathematician, right? But when you need that big yardage, and yes, he's done it sometimes, and yes, do you know what it is? Sometimes it's won us the game. Yeah. But in them kind of percentages of the amount of throws that he is hitting, we haven't got a cat in hell's chance. <clears throat> now, um, I am not going to bitch on this guy anymore because I'm bored of it, right? And if people can't see the fact that he is a bang average, a best backup NFL quarterback, I don't know what to say to anybody anymore. <laughs> but he's keeping us in games for the most part with a pretty shit roster. The, the, the locker room seems to love him. I'm sure he's not a bad guy, right? Oh, but he's no. not a good guy. And that's where the limitation lies. And I don't, and I'm, I'm happy for any, any of you guys to disagree with me. But I just like, I see the rest of the season now as <clears throat> we're either going to be in a shootout or we're going to get fucked in the arse. And that is the only that is the only kind of two eventualities that I can see in games for the rest of the season. And I'm here for it. That's fine. We're, we're a lot yeah. more fun than we used to be. But, you know, it's not good for the blood pressure. I, I don't think anyone really is in that much of a position to argue with what you've just said. You're literally stating statistics. It's will. not an eye test. It's not a public <laughs> opinion. You've stated statistics. No, if any other team were given them statistics for the quarterback, they'd be disappointed. But for some reason, we're expected to be semi-satisfied because Mariota's meant to be the bridge. Yeah, but the bridge doesn't have to be shit. Like we could, we could, the, we could still try Ritter. Be, the bridge doesn't need to be made out of digestive biscuits. It does <laughs> not. I mean? It does not. So, exactly. So, right, Look, I've, got I mean, a, I've got a, I've got a question, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim it at, 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 at Mads, right? So. Um, is there any other franchise in the NFL that wouldn't have dropped Mariota right now? Um, I think who would wait? I think the way you're asking that question is: Would there is there any other any other franchise right now that would take Mariota as their starter? Like no, today? no. So just say for example, right? Any other franchise in this in this league who had so, so let's just assume we're in we're in we're in, we're in hypothetical land. Yeah. They, they took the punt on Mariota, and Mariota had given them exactly what he's given us. Is there any other team that wouldn't have dropped him by now? Because, um, I, because I don't. That's a hard question to ask. I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm quite as in the same place as you are on Mariota, only because I I know he's not the long term answer, and yeah. and I'm okay with this year going whatever way it goes though mm -hmm. so if we do have a chance I, I i also credit him it's been a very frustrating watch but i also credit him with the idea that we are more exciting because of some of what he brings to the table so yeah. uh and to go back to your original point yes it seems like the only thing that's really open for him right now is these really low percentage long you know uh, long passes, these 20 plus, 25, 30 passes, because the intermediate passing game is just not there and it's not working. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that changes with Ritter, not because Ritter might not have the talent to hit him, but I just don't know if we have the personnel right now to run that intermediate game because because of who we have. I, I, thought, I thought we would have with Pitts, I thought you would have, you know, Drake, you know, going down, you've got Alamide, burning things up and then sort yeah. of even using pits more in the slot sort of get to be that julio remember when julio when we, when it was 30 and eight everybody in the world knew it was going to julio it was third and ten whatever it was and he would automatic first down almost yeah. always and that we had yeah. that for 10 years uh it's just surprising that pits is not that and i would even think drake might have a little bit of that in the heat because he's bigger than most guys and that was sort of the thinking you know get it up but there seems to be i think we now nine games in to get to uh, to the point is there there it, it, there seems to be something 
I think that's on both the receivers and on Mariota in terms of this passing game not working. I don't think it's completely on him because we've seen Mariota also hit, you know, uh, Derek, uh, Bird for 75 yards. Like, it's not like he can't do this. And I and some people were saying that, um, you know, there's just some miscommunication at certain points with, with them that is not – and Mar- Mariota takes all – and to his credit in the post-game interviews and everything, he blames it all on himself. He takes all the he takes all the blame like a good quarterback would. And I know that probably doesn't get him a lot of points in, in your book, Mark. But you know, nope. I, I think uh, uh, you know I, I I don't know to answer your question. I don't I don't have an answer. Let me think about it for a few minutes while you guys chat and see if I can come up with a team that might have dropped. <laughs> <in there>. Okay, <laughs> so, so Raiders. While 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 Martin on that, right? <clears throat> So, because um, I was interested in something he said, so I'm sure he'll come back to it after he has a little ponder, but I'm interested. So, do you think that um, that we're not set up for Ridder? Because, I, I'll be honest, we don't really seem very well set up for Mariota. So, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think we are set up for Mariota because I think we, we have days where we're scoring 34, 38. You know, we, we, we have, we're inconsistent because we're an inconsistent team, and that's both on the offense, defense, and everybody. Because I I would say that I, from what I understand, and again, this is just from listening to podcasts like you guys and reading and yeah. everything, is like Ritter, Ritter is got a lot of potential, but perhaps allowing him to sit longer and, and come in at a later point is is more it's the game plan that they have because they are not under pressure winning this this way so why and again i know i guess you just have to trust what arthur smith and and that and that and that coaching staff has come up with to do i i do think there's going to be a day and again if we have some poor performance especially in the next three weeks where we have opponents that you know we may be favored or at least should be close games and beatable where if he doesn't perform then i think i think you have a real i just don't think they've gotten there yet and I think that's fine. We're four, we, we're, we're four and four, we're four and five. We're not, and, and as you said, we're two games ahead of where we were picked to be. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I've talked yeah. a lot. What, that's okay. What no, no. Yeah, I think we got like you know, it's a case of we the record is obviously the the key there is is if he you know if we had a loss you know three of those games that we won we'd probably be in a position where Ritter would be in just because even if you know Mariota played exactly the same way, but we just happened to lose those games, we probably would have switched just because we've been always positioned and we've got nothing to, you know, just I feel like the results that we sort of pulled out of the bag have kept his position. And I think he's doing, you know, he's doing the job that we expect him to do his legs, like his runs, he's, he still looked like he's got that speed and, you know, he can beat people and get those sort of short yards um, to move, you know, but he's, the issue is obviously with. He's throwing that everybody's sort of concerned about, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, from a the, sort of your question about, you know, would, would other teams switch? Um, I think the reason why we're, well, a lot of people are sort of saying that is not really just, just because of Mariota himself, but obviously because of Ridder is the person who's behind him. It's a rookie we've not seen. We drafted him in the third round. Everybody sort of wants to see what he can do because he's got some potential and stuff like that. That's probably driving it a little bit more um, than maybe other teams would have. You know, like I don't, I can't see like, you know, if like the Cardinals, obviously Kyle Lowry's had a few questions about him. He's still doing absolutely fine, but like they're not gonna, they're not gonna throw in like Tris McSorley or whatever into into that. No matter how sort of bad he gets and Brett Ripien or whatever. Like obviously, you know, Russell Wilson carries a lot more of a reputation for being good than Mariota does. He's been pretty dire by his standard, and but they know that they've got like Brett Ripien behind him. We all know he's not really a real person, so you, you you're not going to bring you're not going to bring him in because there's no, nobody's yeah, excited the about the back defense. Well, they've got defense, yeah. But that's, that's kind of not you know Mario can't really do anything about that, and we can't if Mar- we if if our defense was carrying us through all the games that we won even more than we had. It still doesn't make Marriott any better, but it's a case no. of you know it, we're set up we're set up for for Marriott. And if we were to bring Ritter in now, 
they're very similar in terms of the way that they actually obviously not like the ability we don't really know but in terms of the way they approach the game and their style of quarterback they're actually pretty similar right i said this at the start of the preseason show like when they were doing the all the way they always do the nfl uh draft um player likenesses to someone who's currently in the league the person that they picked out for desmond ridder was marcus mariota so <laughs> that's time says sure, that would sure the... be excited over that be terrifying <laughs> <laughs> well i think, I think that has style. a lot to do with his college play and and and, and that and so i think yeah i think it was style. meant to be a compliment hey listen I, I, listen I remember, I remember how excited mario was in college like right i mean Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's still leg- he's still a, 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 a person of legend in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the Rose Bowl where he beat uh, where he beat Jameis Winston the FSU uh, to go on to the mm-hmm. national championship. And I swear, if you had seen Jameis Winston play that day, you would have thought he'd never played quarterback his entire life. <laughs> it was one of the weirdest games. I've, it was his last college game, and Mariota looked amazing. Hey, one thing that uh, is lost in all this quarterback talk is that we drafted a, I believe it was a fourth round running back uh, named Tyler Algier, who uh, had 99 yards on 10 carries. Uh, was averaging 9.9 yards uh, a click yesterday and is looking mm-hmm. like a freaking stud and looks like he can, he can block. Uh, hopefully he can start catching a little bit more, but I, I know Huntley has been awesome too, but like, I'm very excited about us uh, finding Amen. a value pick. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I need a running back jersey for once in my entire life in the Falcons since Michael Turner. So, uh, and well, <laughs> no, no, gets a CP, but you know. Uh, <clears throat> Listen, I, I think I, I think that's a that's an absolutely brilliant shout, and I think you know absolutely a shining light. Um, obviously, an, an, an Arthur Smith kind of player. You know, I think I think we all kind of got that feeling from him when 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 he was drafted. But um, you know, certainly can't argue with that. You know, Algier has been. Been been absolutely uh, absolutely tremendous in, in in CP's absence, and I think you know um, they'll probably continue to 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 run with him, and he'll be kind of like the battering ram quarterback all the way down the field, and then they'll use CP to to to, to punch it home. And I think I think realistically, you've got to game manage CP now. You know, I think I think with an injury like that, it's it, you know they don't want to aggravate it, and um, it's it's where he's he's most effective, right? So. Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, kudos to that point yeah. because you know Algier has been outstanding I, for me. I agree. He's been he's been really good. He reminds me, like in terms of the of the, the way of approaching the game and the the fact that we took him way down in the draft. It, it's like similar to sort of the the Aaron Jones um, situation. I think I remember looking in terms of the actual pick. There was something like obviously not in the same year, but um, they were taking yeah. like. 10, 10 picks apart, like Aaron Jones was basically taking it in the same sort of region as Tao Algier was. Yeah, Tao Algier is a little, little bit bigger than than um, Aaron Jones, yeah. but they're, quite, they're still similar-ish in terms of the way they run with the ball and the sort of the barreling style. Um, and I think he's got to be that type of player for us. I think that's the kind of sort of ceiling of Algier is that Aaron Jones sort of ceiling. I think that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good pretty good aim because he's a, he's a good he's a good running back so we'd be, I think you'd be very happy with it with Aaron Jones quality player for several years um I think I, I think you know I was <clears throat> I was kind of thinking as I was driving home tonight about <clears throat> about the thought process and I think I think that I think that's and genuinely and I, I know I fucking bitch on a guy all the time right but I think that's I think that's kind of like my biggest frustration right is that we we use the draft you know the past two drafts. You know we've got mm. we've got Pitt, we've got London. You know we've got we've got a fucking running game now. You know there's people around him. You know and and I, I, I and I see how bad the defense is and I go oh well it's all right because we've got really good weapons and and the guy who needs to give you know who needs to just release that ball a little bit earlier or a little bit later or you know whatever. It just can't just just can't seem to execute at the at, at the right time, and there was a there was a lot of shit flying around about that you know that big throw that he made to Pitts and and Pitts lost his foot in, but you know all the angles I see it, it just I can't help mm. can't help but feel it's just it's just a bit of a shit throw, yeah. and and I think you know next year's draft you know we need or, or and and free agency as well you know we need to. To go and show that other side of the ball some love because there's no one more that I feel sorry for on our field than Grady Jarrett. 
having to deal with these utter pillocks either side of him because you know he's the he's the he's the talisman of that defense and he really deserves to be surrounded by competent players. Mm. And we've and we've surrounded Marcus Mariota with competent players. And they, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think that, yeah. I think that's genuinely where, where my frustration lies. Mm. I, yeah. I think the, the problem there is Dean P's interview that he literally did just before we came on air. He said he's been around a lot of defences and he is not disappointed in this defence whatsoever, which I, makes sense because they're arguably, I don't want to say overachieving, but they are achieving for the quality that some of those players are. I think yeah. some of them are at the ceilings. Arguably, yeah, yeah. Aggressive. Which, yeah. which is you know, fair enough. But what I would say on that, is, go on, Liam, you've, got, you've got like you, we're obviously talking about certain last games. We're talking about the defense being bad and right. So like they have been bad and they're getting beat all over the place. But we have to obviously with you do two two of your most important players are your outside corners, and we're missing yeah. both of them. So yeah. I know it's no real excuse and the whole next man up and all that jazz. But our next men up are not very good. Right, no, that's no. kind of where it is. But if we well, had those two coins in place, we would we maybe wouldn't be a good defense, but we would be a better defense. Well, yeah. ideally, with those corners, it's harder for somebody to get open. The the quarterback has to hold the ball a little longer. You get just a split second longer with you know some of these rushes, these blitzes, and you know maybe I'm wrong on that, but you know that's no, no, that's, I, I, I that, right. that's exactly you know it's it's it all bleeds and, and you, we don't have a lot of room for error with with that stuff right now. So that's I think mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely yeah, right. It feels like there's been a lot more attention drawn at the fact that we can't seem we we could especially in the Chargers game right we couldn't seem to press the quarterback good enough and at I think and I was I, and screaming I think, at the television and I think, <laughs> and I, and I think you know that 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 kind of that you know that it kind of sums it up doesn't it do you know what I mean is that you know if we had that to be able to you know make the quarterback hesitate a little bit more and it gives the it gives the the the, the edges a bit more time to. To, to, to run on while the quarterback makes a decision. I mean, against Justin Herbert, again, you know, for me, I, I think it, it was it was always it was always going to be a struggle playing against a quarterback as good as he can be. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say how, how good he is because I don't think he's had a great season. But you know, um, and I think you know the injury that he had at the beginning of the season has is, 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 is probably stayed with him probably longer than than the Chargers would have would have would have expected it to. But mm-hmm. um, uh, and and yeah, you know, having our two best corners out is a is a is a real is a, is a is a is a real bitch. But at the same time, boys, at the same time, you know, I hate to bring this up, but you remember how we lost the first game of the season when oh, we had our two yeah. starting corners out there, yeah, because we couldn't defend the pass. And yeah. you know, and that's not me bitching on AJ Terrell or Casey Hayward, but you know, that's that's me saying. You know, yeah, them two being out is a loss, but we've we, we, we've still, still lost been, games with them. We've still been shit mm. against the pass when they've been playing, and that yeah. that comes down to scheme and that comes down to execution. You know, so I, I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not saying we should be bitch- and I'm not bitching on DMPs either. But all I'm saying is, is that I think you know we have to kind of accept that. Um, and listen, I appreciate him defending these players. You know. Yeah, Mads, you, you, yeah, you I imagine, I imagine being from the states, you played football, right? You know, you, your coaches, good coaches, don't don't bitch on their players in front of other people. But in that locker, sometimes they do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Harbaugh does. <laughs> yeah, <shouldn't> do. <laughs> so yeah, uh, well, um, that, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Um, Go on, I wanted Jackman. to ask, uh, did you debut the new logo because you knew that uh, the Panthers were wearing their first all-black uh, helmets and uniforms this Thursday <laughs> just to kind of... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just so you, you know. I mean, I mean you, you, are, you are putting a severe amount of respect on the Panthers name because, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, nobody's thinking about those motherfuckers right now. So, um, <laughs> Hey, well, I thought those. it was just a way to, you know, uh, take attention away from them. See, their offensive coordinator's very peculiar interview line earlier today on Twitter. Yeah. It was a, it was interviewed about the game as per like ours was. And on playing the Falcons twice in a 12-day period, quote, it's like putting £10 of you-know-what in a £5 bag. 
the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. I literally did not get his train of thought at all. I'll, I'll, so I'm I'll, I'll tell you what it means. Problem. I'll tell you what it means. It's the small-minded mentality of somebody who works for a franchise that has oh. been that that has been that has been um, in existence uh, uh, less than a quarter than ours has. Um, it's it's you know it's 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 divisional rivalry, right? That 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 franchise is in the bin, right? Now I think, and I think the the concerning thing is like was mentioned earlier on we should have lost that game last week right and it was only by the grace of god that we didn't mm-hmm. and and again you know here to to drag back to an earlier point but we made xfl star pj walker look like prime tom brady right that man got yeah. minus two fantasy points last week in in in, yeah. in their game just gone yeah if we make this man look good again I, I'm, I, and anyone tries to tell me that that the defense is doing okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not having it. Um, so <laughs> it's it's it's. Um, I think I think that I think this is this is our this is our statement game. If, I agree. Me, you know, I agree. I, I'm 100 on that page, Mark. I think we're going to learn a lot about this team with how they rebound and play on Thursday because you know Carolina just because you know. Uh, Mark, you've got some very uh, um, hot opinions on their franchise in general, which I, I agree with in terms of their direction right now. Uh, but those are still NFL players over there, and they're going to be pissed uh, about losing that game and I, I, to, uh, to division rival. So I think they're going to. I think this will be. Um, this might be one of their Super Bowls for this year, if you will. So I think. Um, I think and- if we can go in there and, like you said show improvement on how we handle uh, P.J. Walker. Because one of the things that really frustrated me about the uh, uh, the Dan Quinn era was we would get beat by uh, a young quarterback or a quarterback, and then we would, like, see them again, you know, like the Ty- Tyree Kill. Remember what that last yeah. year, that last season? We played – Tyree Kill started, you know, the six games because uh, Breeze was out or however many games it was, and he beat the shit out of us twice. And it was like – like – you learn from the first one, right? Like, don't yeah. make the same, you know. So, if PJ Walker comes in and scores 30 points again on us, like, I, yeah, I, I think that's... Well, it's funny, it's funny what you just said, though, right? Because my, if, if this is one of their Super Bowls, then, then my views on their franchise isn't that much of a hot take. So, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you remember, I, I diplomatically agreed that the direction of the franchise <laughs> is what you're saying. So, uh, I'm just, I, I'm just, just get, I'm just getting ready for some abuse in my DMs later on. It's I, I have to be. <laughs> I have to be the uh, ice to your fire, man. So. That's, that's okay. So, somebody's got to be. That's, that's all right. <laughs> what so, do you guys think uh, about the game Thursday? I was I was just about to say, Danny, what's your thoughts? I don't want to be too cocky because I have a tendency to ruin our weeks, but I'm quietly comfortable. I think that although we lost to the Chargers, it was probably down to individual errors for the most part um we played against the panthers and yes we lost well we won but only by chance i just don't think we'll echo that performance um i know we've just slated mariota but he has got some throws in him so i trust that he's just going to steady the ship and we'll do what we can obviously we've got cp back which is a huge bonus um and i don't think we've praised him enough um this season because obviously he's been out for a patch um and i think like you said earlier mark him just punching the ball in at the end will probably box us off for uh for this week um i know we've got a few on ir i think hennessy's on ir and stuff isn't he so yeah a little bit of a reshuffle and things like that but i still think i still think we've got it in us and i don't think we're going to be sweating this week either liam what's your what's your um I mean, I think we we should we should beat them just because I think we can run the ball well enough and hold them to a limit with limit their points. I think well enough for a run game to to move us down the field and score enough points to like I, I, I can't see them exploding on offense. Um, I, I know they've you know surprised not last game of the game four they sort of surprised a few people, but they're um, they. I don't see him doing that to us again in terms of scoring that many points. I say that now, hopefully, you know, but um, I think that was a little bit of a one-off, maybe. I don't know. But I think we'll we'll run the ball really effectively again. I think 
I don't see many teams being able to stop that sort of. I say, I say, I was going to say, you know, two almost like the two man punch, but it's a, it's a four man punch when you include sort of Mariota, um, obviously CP, and then the two sort of running backs that we've been riding with. So, you know, it's hard to stop four guys running at you. So, I think we'll move the ball pretty effectively on that sense. Um, we've just got to, you just got to keep it sort of tight, haven't we? There's nothing sort of silly. Um, and, I think we'll win the game. Just on the on the unis, I do. Although I, I don't tend to give many sort of props to the uh, to the Panthers. Those unis are, are sweet. They are very nice. <laughs> so at least at least they're, they're going to look good while they get trounced. Miles, I think somebody uh, Twitter said uh, they were wearing all black to their own funeral, which was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, stunning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Um, I'm interested to see if we move away from, you know, how many, I don't know how many deep shots they took last week. I mean, obviously we all know about the pits one, but if Mark, to your point, if we might, if we might, if Arthur tries to figure out how to get that intermediate passing game going a little bit, because it just seems like on third, like, you know, in those long third downs last week and we just pass, pass, pass. And it was like, it just wasn't there. And that was because, he was he was saying I saw the interview last week. It was like they were stacking the box towards the end of the game, just daring them to throw, and then they did and couldn't get any first downs to like, you know, ice the game there with those last that last possession. And just it's just interesting if we get to see any of that working earlier on with a little more balance with that running game, and then save the running game sort of to to just pack it away like we did with Cleveland. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think we we. We need to start getting in the mentality um, of, and 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 you know I've I've we've we've shared stats before about if he if he throws X amount of times a game then you know we lose and um, <clears throat> I and 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 the the pandas the the, the pandas are there for the, are there for the taking you know if you in with our schedule that we've got coming up there are still some winnable games there. Um, mm-hmm. we, we actually and we actually it actually feels like in the minute that we're, we're actually better against the better teams, which is which is which is fucking wild. Um, and like I don't know about you lot, but I I can't stand to watch Tom Brady retire with an unbeaten <laughs> record against us. I can't do it. I, 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 no. it's, it's gonna it's going to break my heart. So yeah. um, <clears throat> or what's left of it. So I think um, I I. I really want to see them come out this week and make a statement. And and and, it, and listen, if they do that and we lose out, right, it, it happens, right? And, and none of us, you know, I mean, any of us, any of us expected miracles this season. But but we are, we are, whether we like it or not. And I know it's not fun, as in like, you know, woo, this is amazing. But we're, we're, we're competitive and we're staying competitive. And yeah. I think I think you know what. what as, as much as we want to demand perfection, you know, as we do, you know, we're just fucking desperate to have something to be happy about, I guess. And, and let's face it, we're Falcons fans, right? So we'll always find something to be pissed about. But um, I think this week, you know, is a is, is a little bit of a little bit of an opportunity to to to, to dick on somebody. So yeah. just you know, stop getting dicked on <laughs> by PJ Walker, please, for, for the love of fuck. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, like, I mean, there's even a part of me that goes, oh, I could even understand if it was Baker Mayfield, but fucking PJ fucking Walker, man. Like, come on. PJ Walker's, PJ Walker's better than Baker, Baker Mayfield, and I will not hear it any other way. Right, okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is terrible. Tom fucking is terrible. PJ Walker isn't terrible. We just made him look P- good. PJ, I'll I'll show you I'll show you how some of the fellow highlights, this, Mark. How did he do this weekend, gone, Liam? How did he do? I'll tell you how he did because dickhead, yeah, picked him up in fantasy because everyone else has ravaged the quarterback market, and he got me minus two points and lost me the game. So, how <laughs> PJ Walker from me? You can go fuck yourself. It's because I sent him a quick DM just to ask for a favor this week. <laughs> just flip, me and, just me, that in DM me and PJ, oh, me and PJ uh, like this. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I, I saw an interest. Uh, like Mark seems, uh, Mark likes his Marriott stats. Uh, just hard to see a 
Marriott stats from earlier that that I think I did see that um you know in terms of deep balls this year of I think it was over over the middle of the field um on the deep balls Mariota has a zero passer rating uh this season and zeros you know pretty low well. <laughs> um, quite low well. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he hasn't he hasn't hit one um over the middle of the field which is kind of where most quarterbacks tend to like to throw in terms of deep balls just because it's a little bit there's a little bit more room for error in terms of the position of the ball but he actually hasn't hit one yet um which is a little bit concerning for a quarterback i think and i understand that like you know it's not it's not easy to make and um and you know we haven't got exactly the greatest deep threats but you've as a quarterback you've got to be able to do that like you've just got to be able to do you don't have to do like five a game like you just have to like Mahomes like delivering them all over the show you just have to get one or two good deep balls a game that you know surprise the defense moving down the field and yeah. that's usually good enough like he's just got a don't he said don't know if it's confidence or just a, don't think it's his arms i know we seen him do it but i don't, I don't know it's just a really confusing little situation with him at the minute well, but it maybe continues, you know it continues but it, to be yeah it does yeah and, and, and i think i think i think that's almost i think that's i think that's almost why we're all a little well like we're low-key low-key as falcons fans just a little bit fucking worried because like I think it's I think I think we've look how many years did we defend Matt Ryan and we said he wasn't the problem? How fucking mm-hmm. and 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 I'm sorry, but the, and, and we all said as as soon as Indianapolis came in, we were like, holy shit, that geezer's gonna go over there and he's gonna fucking ball because he's gonna have protection. And I'm sorry, right? But the proof is in the pudding, right? And we are an awful fan base for getting romantic about quarterbacks, right? We are, we are, yeah. And 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 it, I'm sorry, uh, right? I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Still, <laughs> still love the guy, always will. But you know, uh, we've got we've got another one that people are already arguing about, and he's a fucking bridge quarterback. Well, you know, there was like, a year, there, there was a year uh, many years ago where. Uh, certain number seven went to jail and we went through uh that year and i went to every home game that year and i got to watch uh matt harrington or yeah matt harrington play uh the guy who's now the offensive coordinator of tampa bay brian leftwich uh i can't remember how many different times so (laughs) it was it was it was a glorious time uh so you know i'm very happy that i had 14 years of matt ryan You'll never hear me refer to now, but no, he just no, doesn't. No. But it was time to move you, on, so I think you, it was. You, yeah. you, you, but but you misunderstood me, right? Is that is that I, I wasn't bitching about the the the, the prime years of Matt Ryan, but towards the end, <laughs> but towards the end, it it caused fucking chaos in our it family. It caused chaos because we didn't draft well and we didn't have we didn't have a good team, and he he got to a point where he you know he like drew Drew Brees was limited as well at the end of his career, but he had a lot of good team. He had a good team around him, a good roster, a good defense, and he had Sean Payton, who was very, very smart. We 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 didn't have a good coach. We don't have a good de- we didn't have a good defense and we didn't have an you know relatively enough the time players that we did, to we support him. Yeah, we did. Yeah, exactly. And then we let the wrong coach go. So oh. we did. Oh. You're telling me you went if you had to go back now, you wouldn't fire Dan Quinn and give give Kyle Shanahan in the reins. Oh yeah. I'd do it in a heartbeat. And I think Kyle, if he knew the future, he'd probably do that. He'd be like, okay. <laughs> I would have won two Super Bowls by now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Maybe. that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point. I mean, I mean oh, you'd have, you'd have there, to fire is a, there is a trail of thought to go well, he's he's fucking sold the farm in San Francisco now. Like like sold wow. the farm. And like if that don't work out, he fucking might be back in a couple of years. You never fucking know. But <laughs> like I, I but it, I think I, I think it's I think it's a fair point. I'm just I, I don't know. I'm I'm still fucking bitter. Leave me alone. Um so, oh somebody uh, put uh, Ron Mexico on the on the chat. That's hilarious. I haven't thought about Ron Mexico in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys know that story. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Okay, I don't know. Tell, oh, man, I'm going to And I'm going to embarrass myself. Anybody from Atlanta is listening. Uh, basically, Mike, I, Mike got bust. He either got busted with weed or he got busted coming back 
and he, he may have, he had like a little, I think this is the same incident. Anyway, when they are, or, man, where was he? Anyway, he lied and said his name was Ron Mexico. He got in some trouble. I can't remember exactly what the trouble was. But this is right before all the things. This is like the preseason, I think, leading into that season, right before he got arrested. Um, and yeah, and he lied and said his name was Ron Mexico. Ron like, Mexico. Whatever. And then like immediately people started buying Ron Mexico jerseys on NFL.com. <laughs> and they, they suspended it. They suspended well, it. I'm going to butcher that story, but I will find it. and I will. We know what episode 68 is going to be called. I made so many Falcons fans cringe by not remembering exactly what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Matt will take the honors of uh, replying in the comments with more detail. Oh, I'm, I'm, listen, the, 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 minute, the minute I get off this podcast, I'm Googling the Wait shit. A second. Oh, I just Googled it. I can tell you what it was. It was, yeah, okay, so... <laughs> He had herpes, and he and he didn't want people for treatment. And he would say his name was Ron Merton, so I was totally off. So this didn't even have anything to do with uh, when he was like flying around, and he had like one of those um, little shaving cans that had an open open thing at the bottom. He would store his weed like in. in Jurassic Park. Yes, exactly, <laughs> like in Jurassic Park. He got busted for one of those too. So this was totally different. But yes, it was for herpes medicine. So you heard it here first, guys. Mike Vick Matthew done for smuggling Velociraptors out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under the under the pseudonym of Ron Mexico. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so um just to just to bring it back then. So um I uh, I, I always like to do um a little a little uh, prediction, um, which I'm gonna note down. Um Hopefully, uh, we might get a, a screen for that at some point, and we can put it I, on the screen. I believe we can now, so we just uh, got to put some time into it. Amazing, amazing. So, uh, Danny, I'm going to start with you. What you? What is your prediction? <sighs> I got all cocky in my commentary, so I said a big That's win. That's not like you. Not <laughs> at all. Never. Um, Twenty-eight, twelve. Woo! I think we're going to be that good and they're going to be that shit. Fucking hell. Nobs out. Nobs out. Liam. Uh, let's go 34 17. Woo! That's heavy as well. See, when Carl's not on, I, I don't have to ask to who. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Madge, what are you saying? I'm going to go 27 20. Okay. Good guys. Good guys. I like it. I like it. Um, well, I was going to say 27, but so I'm not now. I'm going to say, um, <clears throat> I'm going to say 32, 18. Okay. Because I'll, I think, I, I think, I think, I think we went by more than one score. Um, <clears throat> And I also think uh, Algia is going to run for 120 yards this, this this week and with one touchdown. Love it. See yeah. what the odds on are for that. Get on it immediately. <laughs> Lovely stuff. We need to we need to find a betting a betting sponsor. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think so. So I think to, to to round up there, I think we're all we're all in it. We're all in a good place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. We're, I think yeah. We're, I'd say so. Just be, yeah, I mean, this, this guy going, so this guy down here going, for Falcons fans, I don't do know. Do not sit here and defend Marcus Mariota to me and then go, oh, well. No, I mean, I think I'm interested. In, okay, so the next four games will be really telling. We've got, uh, I forgot what the order is, but it's, uh, you know, it's Carolina, Washington, Steelers, and Bears, correct? Uh, Chicago, um, some sort of... uh, Panthers, Bears, Commanders, Steelers in that order. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'd love to see us go three and one, make a real push for the playoffs in that in that respect. And then, as you said, Mark, I, I, I'd love nothing more than to beat Tom Brady in his last game. Uh, oh, and I, I, it'll be in Mercedes Benz. Uh, I also like that if we're in the playoff hunt because then I can sell my tickets on StubHub for an absorbent amount of money. Uh, <laughs> I would like to disappoint the entire pharmaceutical industry because if that happens, I will never need Viagra. 
<laughs> oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> um, so, so Cal, so I'm going to just give you a comment that we just put on the screen, but Cal is watching at home, um, or wherever it is that he is, um, and uh, even Cal's predicting the win. So, um, I think hell's about to freeze over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> So that's cool. So yeah, I think kind of you know we uh, um, we might have run out of charge in the uh. against uh, against, um, against LA, but uh, you know I think we've 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 hopefully got hopefully got enough uh, enough juice in the tank to to um, make sure we uh, keep pounding. Oh, I hate myself so much. Um, oh, and Matt's come in with 27-24. Another close game. Redemption for two. Yeah, but I mean, come on. you know. Oh, no, it's one of them. I'm not. Yeah. Don't think don't think any of us has got a bad way to say about that, man. Oh, no. no. I mean, I, I probably should have to cut him after he missed it, like, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hate the moment and stuff. I'm sure Felipe Franks could fill in. Oh, yeah. He could do anything. Speaking of kickers, I know we were probably trying to wrap up. Um, Maurice Williams has said that he's going to try and create controlled adversity during training this week for Coup uh, because of the anticipated poor weather. So the... Mm. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard the uh, potentials of what they okay. might do. Um, oh either uh, using oh. dove soap on the ball or uh, soaking the balls in water beforehand, which I'm sure is frequently used anyway. But dove soap specifically, <laughs> stunning story. Oh. Stunning oh. advertisement. Just, I thought they might, they were going to get like the, the old, the old like wind machine out and start throwing buckets, yeah. <laughs> buckets of water at him in the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I just had you know the total wipeout. Yeah, you know them things they use in the swamp to to get them about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, yeah. I just, I just had a feeling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just had a feeling of him like standing in front of one of them with like his face just like that, trying to okay. trying to put the ball. Um, it would be the uh, the Falcons version of uh, you know the old celebrity cyclone off uh, off uh, <laughs> yeah off a celebrity jingle the. Uh, Q's got to do the full celebrity cyclone and then kick the ball at the end. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it is. That's a very British reference that you've got going on there, Liam. I'm sure will not know what they all get it. They all tune in. Anyone that's listening on any of the podcast streaming services as of this week, uh, you might want to jump on to YouTube and watch the last two minutes because some of the faces that were getting pulled then were exceptional. <laughs> the sound doesn't cover everything, I'm afraid. <laughs> Perfect. So um, uh, is, there, is there anything else um, either regarding last week or, or, or this upcoming week we want to we wanna end on? There's... Only one little generic thing that I want to cover that's non-Falcons related. So I was just curious if everyone's takes on it. And I was going to do the same on Twitter as well. Um, there's been 72 games decided by seven points or fewer so far this season. And that's the most in NFL history. Do we think this is because the league is more competitive or is the standard dropped overall? Or what's, what's everyone's perception of why it's such a, a tight season? I'll, I'll, I'll let Mads go first. Uh, I think, I mean, this is, a, a, you know, I listen to a lot of American football podcasts. Specifically, I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons, which you can laugh at or not. But uh, I think uh, I think this is just an off-year football. I think it's just like Tom Brady's not good. Aaron Rodgers not good. People aren't scoring as well. It's kind of one of those transition years that happens. We've had some really great years, and I just think it's a weird year. Honestly, I just, I think that's it. And I just think... I also, uh, yeah, that's just my that's just my take. You, you, mm -hmm. you just have these weird, you know. It's like there used to be in the '90s. We'd have these every year. Be like these blowout Super Bowls, and the Super Bowl would suck. And the NFC yeah. Championship game would usually be the Super Bowl, right? And it's then we just like had all these great Super Bowls. So I just <laughs> yeah. think it's one of those anomalies. Hopefully, so offense is down. So I yeah. I, I disagree slightly. Um, so I think I think that what 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 
<clears throat> we are seeing is a bit of a transitionary year between um, a lot of old QBs and a lot of old uh, coaches um, maybe kind of coming to the end. I think the NFL is really, really starting to change in the way that um, defences are adapting to offences. I think you're seeing it with a lot of teams at the minute. And I think the, the Jets are a perfect example of that. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, the Jets have had, you know, a humongous amount of draft picks over the, the past couple of years because they've, you know, kind of sold the farm and tanked and done some good business. And 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 now they're, they're, they're very much on the up. And we've just seen them beat the Bills this week, um, who, who nobody ever saw coming, by the way. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I think you've got a lot of young coaches, and I th- and I include kind of uh, Arthur Smith in that. You know, I think I think I don't think anyone really expected him to be able to do what he's done with the 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 the, the bullshit that he's got. <laughs> um, and, and I think you know, um, I, I think I think the NFL is starting to change, and and I think you've you know in. And 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 contrary to that as well, it doesn't necessarily mean just like just young coaches with 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 young QBs is 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 the difference. I think you know you're mm-hmm. seeing like Baltimore, for example. You know you're seeing it. You're seeing an, an, an older coach. I mean, God, I, I never realized Harbaugh was sixty, but you know, utilizing, uh, you know, probably one of the 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 the, the well, possibly the best mobile QB in that league right now. So I think I think the I think the plane of the NFL is starting to change, and um, I think you're just you're you're just starting to see a transition of that. Um, and on the flip side as well, you know, you're also starting to see some kind of maybe bigger names not not live up to to, yeah. to what they were built. You know, Trevor Lawrence, who we were all told was this this. Fucking, you know, this 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 mutant of a QB. And I was at Wembley and he's not. Um, and it's and it's it's up. So Doug Peterson goes out and get Calvin Ridley. I'm, I'm okay, you know. Um, but I I'm just I just I just said that wine lame up, sorry. Um, so, um I, I, I don't know. I just I'm 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 not quite sure it's it's low standard. I think I think the the, the competitiveness is is still there. And and I also think that there are quite a few quite a a few teams this year who are just fucking awful, um, you know. And I, I, I the one that really jumps out at me is Washington, you know. Like I mean, it's it, it's it's just it's it's Ron Riviera football, and and you know, Tyler Heineke the, the the is the is the QB, and the yeah. the part of the selling season tickets with like loads of. Loads of marketing with Tyler, Tyler Heineke's face on after 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 Ron Riviera sat there and shouted at press for an hour, <laughs> not three weeks ago, telling him that you know Carson Wentz was his guy and it was his choice. You know, it's it, yeah. it, it's it's it's. I think it's just it's it's a weird season, but I, I I don't necessarily think it's it's worse. I just think we're seeing a bit of a transitionary phase. Okay. Anything Liam? different, Liam, or pretty much everyone uh, the same? I think it is just. Similar to sort of bits of both, really. It's a case of, you know, the teams that were dominant in sort of the recent ish years and not have not quite got the, you know, overall personnel that they've had. Like, um, you know, obviously Mahomes is still Mahomes, but he hasn't got quite got the guys around him that he did have, like with Hill and everything. Obviously, the Packers have took a drop off. Aaron Rodgers probably took a bit of drop off, but also he's not got the guys around him anymore. Uh, the Bills have, but they've been pretty consistent. Although they lost the Jets, but they've been pretty consistent. Other than that, and then the other teams at the bottom end have not got, apart from the other uh, couple of teams, they've not, they've not got good enough teams to be good. But they're not. Yeah. They've got starting to get the pieces in to be not terrible. Um, which like the Bears, for example, like they've got a few. Obviously, Fields is starting to get going a little bit. They've got a few pieces around that they can work with. So they're winning a few games. On the other side of it, said the, the teams who are supposed to be elite have lost a few pieces, so they're losing a few games. And I think that's why we're seeing the sort of a little bit more of the the balance uh, until the next sort of peak teams get their sort of rosters together, like so the Rams did, obviously to become very good. They've now cut, they haven't got that anymore. So who, you know, eventually, you know, it won't be this season, but or the next couple of seasons, we'll probably see teams peak again, and there will be some dominant teams. But yeah. at the moment, I don't think anybody's got the roster to say we're. we're 
streets above anybody else. I think that's why it's pretty even. Just touching off, off what, what <clears throat> something one of you guys said earlier on, and I, and I, I mean I don't I don't necessarily know the answer, but I'm I'm interested. I'm interested in what you think. Do we? Do we, th you know, like the NFL is always like next man up, right? Mm -hmm. um, do we think that potentially we've come to a phase now in the NFL where um, we ply so much into the stars, if you will, mm. that the next men up just aren't as good as they have been in, in previous years? Mm. I, I don't know. I mean, it's been. I think. I was just saying, just, just, just a thought. I was just wondering what you thought. But, um, but, Mad, but Mads looks like he's about to headbutt the screen, so I don't know whether. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm qualified because I'm, I'm, I'm not a. I'm just, you know, a fan. So, you know, I think there's people in the NFL media that could speak more to that. But, you know, I think the quality of athlete across the board, especially in America, just with, you know, from high school to in college and all that, and how these guys, you know, they're in pro systems early. So I, I don't know if I agree with that. I actually think the quality, because there's times where the NFL had like 10 good quarterbacks and everybody else didn't, and it just sucked. Right. And that was part of, you know, I'm dumb. And so, you know, the quality, I think, of play on a lot. I mean, we have so many wide receivers now in the league that are just fucking awesome. Like, you know, so, and it used to not, you know, that, that is such a premium position now. So, um, you know, maybe, I think maybe we see, I think you might see more people focusing on some of the more glamour positions, like running back would be, for example, there used to be, you know, obviously that position was so much more important before yeah. our pass out yeah. of the offenses. And it's now, you know, it's a, so you have less people playing that position because they go play something else. They might go play mm -hmm. defense instead or something like that. So, yeah. Um, Maybe I think, like you said, it's just a, it's the, the game is transitioning in some ways. Uh, but I don't know. I think the quality mm -hmm. of athlete is actually much higher than it ever was. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the quality of athlete. I just think the quality the, of play. I, I the, yeah, the, I the, the caliber I, of the the, cal the caliber of yeah. talent. I mm -hmm. think it's a case of the uh, some of it is a case of you know the the guys in terms of like, athletic ability. So the right up there with what they actually can do but I think certainly other what I've been compared even comparing to when I started watching the NFL and that's not that was like 2008 so it's not, it's not that long ago but obviously there was plenty going on before that I think yeah. the, I think certainly modern day NFL has got a lot more complex in terms of the schemes and the strategies yeah. and the tactics I think it's a lot harder to step into it nowadays than it maybe used to be and just pick yeah. up a scheme and run with it and it takes players multiple games to just to work out where what they're actually doing yeah, uh, right. especially that's compared to the college game like richie grant was a prime example of it where i, I he was my favorite pick out in our that draft class and coming out he was great in college and he looks pretty good this year but everyone was slating him actually because he didn't even know, like, know what day it was and he couldn't even get a game because he couldn't pick up the playbook and all sorts of stuff yeah. but that's because it's it's a complex game nowadays and yeah it's yeah. a lot harder to pick up these schemes especially offense you think about Kyle Shanahan's offense for example obviously like McCaffrey's picked up because he's a he's a beast but it'll be struggled to for people to pick up some of the players that he schemes up I keep thinking I, I watched the back I think what, what even was that like there's yeah. all sorts of complexities going on I think how did how did it, when this next man up so how do you even learn that yeah. like, is it, but, is so. it, uh, Liam Liam I, I play amateur and my wrist coach looks like the fucking Dead Sea Scrolls I can't find <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's so much to, to to learn, and like I say, I mean, I, I play a fucking very, very, very lesser, lesser complex version of the game, and it's it's it. I I, I think I, I think that's a I think that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, I, I think unless anyone's got anything else, uh, that's all for the week. I was just very curious as to see everybody's neutral takes on the NFL at the moment, with it being halfway through the season and it being record-breaking stats and everything. So, um, with that being said, uh, Chapman, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you Can so I, much. Hey, guys. I, I, thanks thank for you. having me. I appreciate y'all. I mean, I got to say to the UK Falcons fans, like, it's so awesome, like, living here and having people care about this team the way you guys do. And I, I always tell my Atlanta, the Atlanta people how much they should, 
love you guys and reach out to the fans here and love watching in London with the guys. Uh, I got one little, if I can do one little quick personal thing, just as a, th- Go uh, on. I, um, cool. I recently last uh, a week ago had a show that I executive produced uh, debut on Netflix. It's a uh, kids animated show called Daniel Spellbound. If you got kids between six and 10 or even older kids, if you like, uh action adventure comedy uh it's a show you can find on netflix daniel spellbound appreciate y'all watching it uh help help me help all the people worked on it uh including will, Fal- head writers of falcons fan his name is merrill hagan you, you probably followed you guys uh so thank you and thank you the atlanta falcons for this awesome sweatshirt that i got at the game a couple weeks ago there you go. <laughs> yeah, so. we will uh we will get that little segment clipped and we'll get we it indeed and I will watch the show myself, and I don't have kids, so. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, I hope you'll think it's, it's, it's a fun show, man. So hopefully it appeals to everybody. But thank you, guys. Appreciate Amazing. you having me on. That, mate. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, and, of course, thank you to everyone that's watched live. Um, you may have noticed today it's live across Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for a change. So we've, uh, we're getting out there a little bit and this will be going live as a podcast either tonight or the morning, depending on how long it takes to upload. Um, admittedly, because I didn't really consider it, this probably hasn't been very pod friendly. There's a lot of sound effects and there was a lot of pointing and stuff like that. And I know you can't <laughs> see it, but we will work on that. We will, uh, we'll improve on that, but we appreciate the support, whatever you're watching or listening on. So thank you all very much. Uh, hopefully we get that win on Thursday night football and we will catch you all whatever day next week we can get in probably Tuesday mm-hmm. again. It's working at the minute. Yeah. So thank you all and catch you thank soon. You. Thanks very See much all. guys. Yeah. Bye, Bye. Let's go.